0: Could you, like, shut your mouth, please? (laughs) Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Shut Your Mouth, Please podcast. Today, I'm here with my husband, Jacob, again. Hello. And today, we're going to talk about, like, paranormal experiences, ghost stories, that kind of thing that we have experienced or that we know of, like, directly people in our lives have experienced. So, we're going to start with the question of the day, which is, do you believe in ghosts, Jacob?
1: Um, I would say, not really. I'm not going to say that, like, ghosts don't exist, because that's, like, you know, tempting forces beyond my control if they do. But, you know, I can't say I've ever seen a ghost. Yeah. So, I'd have to go with... Not really?
0: Understandable. I, yeah, I, I think I do. Um, again, it's like, I haven't had any crazy encounters or, like, I don't know. I'm not into, like, Ouija boards and, like, um, I don't go to, like, psychics and stuff or anything. But I definitely um, believe that there's something there. You know, like, I don't think that ghosts, like, just can't exist, or there's no way. You know?
1: I mean, yeah. I I don't know. I just don't, uh, I don't want to mess with this the paranormal.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way. Because if there is something, and then you, like, get an evil spirit attached to you or something, it's not for me. We joke that there's a ghost that lives in our house. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I hear, like, <laughs> so what it is is we live in, like, an old apartment, and um, when cars drive by, we're like kind of close to the street, so when cars drive by, it like shifts our like the wood in our house some, and it sounds like someone's walking in the attic. <laughs> so I say that there's a ghost. Um, and then our toilet does this weird thing where it like sounds like it's flushing on its own, so we say there's a toilet ghost in our house. Yeah,
1: I, it's probably just the chain, but I haven't looked at it, so I don't know. It, yeah. Well, not the chain, the seal.
0: Yeah, I mean, we could easily get it fixed by with maintenance, but it's yeah, not... Yeah, if it's not a... It might be a ghost. If it's not the toilet ghost, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> we're going to tell you guys some uh, paranormal stories, and I don't know that either one of us have, like, a ton. I don't
1: know. I don't really... I have, like, one.
0: Yeah. I have a couple, I think. So, oh, okay. do you want to start with yours, or should I go first? I think
1: you should go first, and then we'll take turns.
0: Okay, so, they're not even, like, all of them aren't, like, crazy stories. It's just, like little things that have happened that have been like that was really weird um the first one that comes to mind is that one time I was like cooking something in my my grandparents kitchen when I lived there and I had my back turned to like the room behind me I was home alone and um I was mixing something or whatever facing the counter and I just got like this really like eerie feeling and like all like the hair on my neck stood up like it was it was just like Goosebumps, and it felt like hands were coming around the back of my neck to like choke me, and I whipped around like turned around so fast, and obviously there was nothing there, but it was pretty uh frightening <laughs> to be home alone and just feel a presence behind you, which could just be my anxiety, but yeah, it was weird,
1: a little spooky,
0: yeah, so do you want to tell yours
1: uh sure, so. Uh before I got this job in Louisiana back when we lived uh in Kentucky uh I would stay with my great uncle sometimes and you know old houses are spooky uh you know <laughs> I, not necessarily all old houses are haunted but all but like 90% of old houses are just a little spooky you know you can right. tell people have lived there it's just you know during the day it was fine It's not like a not like a terrifying place But uh, at night You know It was spooky And the reason I would stay at his house uh, Is because he was You know he was getting older He had dementia You know he kind of needed somebody to stay there with him Make sure nothing happened You know he didn't fall out of bed or anything like that
0: Yeah overnight Yeah
1: so yeah. I would stay there overnight with him a lot um, And you know, there were little things that he'd do That were just like you know he he'd wake up in the middle of the night and he'd come walk and find me and talk to me and you know he'd say something like oh did you see that little girl? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, "No. Please go to sleep." Oof. Um I hope I don't see the little girl. Right. Yeah. Um but, you know, So you have a little backstory on the location of this. Uh, (laughs) I slept on the couch in kind of the living room area.
0: Like, so he couldn't get out of the house without him knowing, basically. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so there was, like, an alarm on the door in case he tried to leave and I wasn't awake or something. And so i just make sure he didn't wander off or anything. Uh, But, so I slept on the couch, and there was a bathroom down the hall, like, pretty much right in front of the front door. It's not really important that it's in front of the front door, but, uh, you know... I'd have to go to the bathroom, and I'd go to the bathroom there. Uh, but the fan in the bathroom was so loud that it would, like, he was hard of hearing, but it was so loud that it would, like, wake him up. And I, I didn't want to wake him up, because he had a hard time getting to sleep sometimes. So usually I just had my phone flashlight.
0: Because it's, it's one of those old where, like, you have to turn on the light and the fan together.
1: Yeah. 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 Sorry, I didn't, I didn't specify that. Yeah. But it's like, it was one switch, and the fan would come on with the light. Um But Yeah I didn't want to wake him up So I would take my phone flashlight And I wouldn't turn on like the main light and the fan And that made it even spookier in the bathroom <laughs> Uh It was It wasn't like a huge bathroom or anything But it was like You know pretty It was a pretty decent size You know there was a, a shower and everything in there And there were It was kind of like a storage bathroom and bathroom Because there were like closets On either side Yeah Um and so one night, you know, nature calls I have to, I take a seat On my throne and I You know, I take care of business And uh, as I'm I'm Sitting there, you know, just scrolling Through my phone, minding my own business uh, I don't know I just happened to like Look up, and I had my phone flashlight on Because I'm not just going to sit there in the dark right? You know, I wanted a little bit of light Even if I'm not going to turn on the big light uh, And the the one of the cabinets just started opening, and I had literally never seen that before. It just, like, really, it was very slow, and it just creaked open. And yeah. It... So, uh, for for the next few nights I stayed there, uh, I went outside to pee. <laughs> it was terrifying.
0: Yeah, and for more context, it's not like he. Just started, like, going to this great uncle's house when he was watching him in his old age. Like, they used to watch Jacob after school when he was a kid. Yeah. So, he spent a lot of time in this house. And for that to be, like, the only time he's ever seen that happen...
1: Yeah. No, I've never... I I don't know. I've never even found it just lying open. It's just... It was so unnerving because it's never been just, like, sitting open. It's never been just, like... I don't know. It was just so... Bizarre.
0: Yeah, that's that would freak me out for sure. Yeah, I guess the the next thing that I have it's not necessarily ghosts, but it's like, I'm I'm basically gonna tell you about my sleep paralysis that I've had like once or twice, and it's like the scariest thing. If you've never had sleep paralysis, you're lucky because it's horrifying. Um, this is when I lived at home. Still, I was in high school. I think when it happened or college one and I was asleep and then all of a sudden I was like staring at the ceiling like a like above my bed laying in bed just on my back and I could see everything in the room it was all dark like it should have been at this time like just like I woke up and then I like kind of looked to the side of the room and there was just like a dark shadowy figure standing in the corner of my bedroom and it just like moved towards me and then I just felt like pressure on my chest like it was like pushing down on me and I was trying to scream and I was trying to move and like I could not move, could not scream and then like in the dream I was finally able to like crawl out of bed like it was like the hardest thing like moving took all of my effort and I in the dream I got out of, got out of bed, I'm literally like army crawling on the floor because that's all I can do in the dream like I can't stand up it's too hard. And I crawl my way into my grandparents' bedroom because I lived with them. And I'm, like, screaming for help. And they, like, just don't. They don't move. They're not moving. It was the most horrifying dream. Well, nightmare, I guess. But, yeah, if you've never had sleep paralysis, it's terrible. And the weird thing about it is that almost everyone, well, I don't know about that, but a lot of people online who have experienced sleep paralysis, because obviously when this happened, I'm a um, Google researcher. (laughs) So (laughs) I looked it up and I was like, oh my gosh, did I just like experience a demon? What happened? And a lot of people have that exact same experience of a dark shadowy figure coming and pressing on their chest in their sleep. And that's horrifying. (laughs) Weird. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if it was something demonic or just a, a bad dream. I don't know. And I, from what I've read online, like, scientists and stuff, like, who are trying to research this, like, sleep paralysis and why people keep seeing that figure and, like, feeling the thing that they're feeling, they can't figure it out. Like, there's no explanation. Spooky. It is kind of spooky. Um. Yeah, do you have anything? No, nah, that's that? my
1: only, like, sp- I mean, I've felt creeped out before, but it's just, like... I don't know creepy places. No real experiences.
0: Like our church basement at night. Yeah, (laughs) with the lights up.
1: Like nothing, (laughs) nothing unexplained. Where where like I walked away from it. Like what happened?
0: I have like an alien story I can tell you.
1: That's close enough. Yeah. Have I ever heard this? Spoopy.
0: I don't know. It's not not my. It's not my direct story. It's my grandfather's story.
1: Uh, Okay. No, I have heard this. You have heard this. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: So. He, um, my granddad back in, I don't know, probably like the, the early 90s, mid 90s, he woke up in the middle of the night to, um, they had a beagle at the time named Lady and Lady was barking her head off, apparently like freaking out about something outside. So he obviously gets up and goes to check to make sure nothing's happening or like nothing. There's not an animal trying to get her. There's not someone out there, you know? So He steps out on the back porch, and it's, like, middle of the night. And he says that it was, like, daylight outside. It was, like, a white light was just cast over the property, I guess. And he could see just everything, as far as he could see, just lit up in the daytime. But it was in the middle of the night. And the dog is still just going absolutely berserk, barking her head off. And then he said all of a sudden it was, like, the light just kind of ascended like it just it went away and then he says that he just like heard a heard a little noise and then it was back to normal and she stopped weird isn't, isn't that wild
1: yeah I've definitely heard that story
0: yeah he um he's like I don't necessarily believe in aliens but I believe in that something happened that night <laughs> I mean something definitely happened I guess but yeah.
1: I say that I wasn't there
0: Right. I, I mean, assume
1: he's telling the truth. I mean, I don't know why
0: he would just tell me that. Yeah. I the first time he told me that story, I was like 7, and I was just asking, you know, 7-year-olds, are aliens real? Are ghosts real? All this stuff, and he was like, "Well, I don't know necessarily, but I have this story." Wild. He told me so I don't know. I don't think he would lie to me. When I was Probably 7. Not. Uh, yeah, he's not exactly the type to just try and like actually lie or scare me. He'll tell me little little spooky fibs or something but nothing crazy (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't know do you have anyone else in your life that's told you any weird stories
1: uh probably I don't remember any of them oh no I barely remembered the last one you told me
0: (laughs) that's bad news because we've still got at least 10 minutes of stuff to talk about oh boy (laughs) I don't I don't have I only I only had the one story You've told me that, like, more stuff that happened, though. Oh, well, I just, like, little creepy
1: things, but, you know, like the, you know, there's, like, a little baby doll in the second bedroom there, and I wouldn't sleep in the second bedroom because of the baby doll, and I didn't know what to do with it. So I slept on the couch, but that's just because I don't like dolls. Yeah. Like, mannequins and dolls freak me out. Yeah. But not, like, in a supernatural way, but in just, like, a, can you, like, Stop looking at me, you know?
0: You don't think they're all Annabells? Yeah,
1: no, I don't It's not that I think they're real, it's they creep me out.
0: Yeah. I can see that. I don't know. I just I just feel like there's you hear so much about like ghosts and then there's like shadow people. Have you ever heard about shadow people? No. It's basically like you look up and you see a shadow of a person on the wall where there like shouldn't be a shadow and then you like can see it move and it's that's apparently a shadow person and if you like there's some kind of lore about like if you see it and then you don't see it or if i don't know it'll like hurt you or attack you in some way i don't know wild yeah
1: no i've never heard about any of that
0: Hmm. well i don't know i don't know I um, think that I probably read that when I was looking up my sleep paralysis demon.
1: Probably that sounds it sounds like a close enough topic that you could come across it. Right. All right, well, since we can't come up with stories on our own, <laughs> I looked up uh, I looked up some true ghost stories. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if these are actually true, but for the sake of this podcast, we'll suspend our disbelief.
0: We're uh, about to go into BuzzFeed Unsolved mode, I think.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't, I, do I need to cite my sources? It's, it's, I don't care. Uh, it's from, like, outsideonline.com if you'd rather just read it, you know.
0: No, I'm just saying you're definitely... We watch BuzzFeed Unsolved, and they have, like, paranormal stories they go into. Yeah. And Jacob is definitely more like Shane, and I'm more like Ryan, yeah. so...
1: I'm. I'm more... Skeptical of The paranormal for
0: sure I think what we do is you read the story And then you and I both say I think that happened or I don't think okay. that happened <laughs>
1: You know what that sounds pretty fun actually Yeah
0: it does uh,
1: Alright well this this one is The Ghost of Oxford Milford Road
0: Okay uh,
1: So the So this is like about a guy named Brad Culp and he wrote the story And is like telling it so okay uh, when Brad Culp was a student at wait okay no I need to skip ahead (laughs) this is this is all synopsis
0: oh no wait this isn't even how about you go to reddit or something oh I'll go to reddit you don't even have reddit anymore
1: I don't I deleted it
0: let's see oh Oh. no
1: this so this is the story okay okay you can just cut that awkward (laughs) uh When Brad Culp was a student at Miami University in Oxford, Ohio, there was a rumor that the town was one of the most haunted places in America. When Culp started an on-campus magazine, he couldn't wait to write about several of the area's most famous phantoms. Not long after his story published, uh, though, he kept finding himself thinking about one ghost in particular, the ghost of Oxford Milford Road. As the story goes, many decades ago, probably sometime in the 1940s, there was a young man courting a young woman in a rural part of town. Because the woman's parents didn't approve of the match, each night he visited under the cover of darkness. Okay. After her parents went to bed, the young woman would sneak out of her farmhouse and flash the lights of her parents' car three times. Uh, then her young suitor would ride his motorcycle down the road. One night, he took a the turn right before her house a little too sharp, says Culp. Uh, The motorcycle went one way, and he went the other. His injuries were so severe that he did not survive. Hmm. Uh, Rumor has it, however, that his love-struck ghost still haunts this stretch of Milford Road. Uh, Curious, Culp, his girlfriend, now his wife, and a friend decided to head out there one night to see if they could verify the tale. Uh, His girlfriend was worried she'd be completely freaked out. She believes more in that stuff than I do, Culp said. Uh, But he was mostly concerned... That his suspicions uh, That none of this was actually true Would be confirmed uh, So he was suspicious going into it I mean So he, that puts him more on my side to begin with but. Yeah. Uh, on this particular night As Culp passed the abandoned farm An idea came to him And he pitched it to his girlfriend How could she how could she not say yes uh, Though reluctant She relented And Culp turned a short way Into the farmhouse driveway uh, He killed the engine And flashed his light three times No joke There was a single headlight That appeared three quarters of a mile down the road Culp says You saw it start to come Going pretty slow It kept coming and coming My wife was freaking out It was coming closer and closer Um, As a collision seemed imminent Culp turned on his car's light He expected to see a kid on a bike Bailing out from his prank Now that he'd been caught But there was nothing there The light was just gone He said Weird Yeah Uh, They got out of the car, walked around, and tried to figure out what it was they could have seen. Uh, To this day, they still talk about it, uh, and they saw something they couldn't explain. Uh, If you get him and his wife around a campfire, they'll swear up and down the story is true. And if you're ever in Oxford, Ohio, consider parking for just a few minutes on Oxford Milford Road at night to test your own nerve.
0: Interesting. I think I would hate that.
1: I mean, obviously, you hate (laughs) it.
0: I also, when you were telling that story, it made me think about
1: yeah I thought of I think I thought of the same thing where we...
0: no, that's not what I thought about, okay, so one time we were walking at this park, and um I was telling him stories about this like crime show, basically, and it was like really spooky stories. We were walking when it was dark outside, and there were street lights, and the street lights like went out when we went under them, and then we got in his truck to leave, and his lights like did not work
1: yeah the well so they like my lights turned on at first and then they like started flashing like not just the headlights but like the lights in my truck
0: yeah they all just started flashing it was like an electrical thing but it's it had never happened it had never
1: happened i and i owned that truck for like a year and a half and it never happened any other time and that was like in the middle of when i had it
0: yeah that was pretty freaky you were like we're never going back to that park
1: Wait, I think we're talking about the same time.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you were like, we're never going back to that park. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was the park in our hometown, not the other one.
1: Okay, never mind. Or my
0: hometown, not the other one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to bleep out the name of the park that you said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, what I thought about is all of the haunting stories of Land Between the Lakes.
1: I I think you've told me about this, and I just don't so remember. So, for those
0: of y'all who don't know, we're from Kentucky. And there's this place in Kentucky called Land Between the Lakes. And it's it goes from, like, Kentucky into Tennessee. It's between uh, the Kentucky Lake and Lake Barkley. Um, and so, basically, what happened was Kentucky Dam... Uh, when they decided to make a dam there they basically flooded whole cities um if you've never heard about this you should look it up because it's pretty wild they may, basically the government told everyone to leave and some people wouldn't yeah and so they dammed up the river made a lake and it just destroyed whole cities like there's they, If you
1: scuba dive you can still find like gas stations and stuff they right They say
0: there's still homes down there that you can yeah Which I don't think anyone would want to scuba dive there. It's pretty wacky down there, I think. Well, some people like that. I guess, but I don't... It's, like, gross. Well,
1: yeah, but it's gross (laughs) a lot of places, and people still scuba dive.
0: That's true. There's also a road in our hometown that people say if you, like, go to at night and put your car in reverse, it'll, like and put baby powder on your trunk you'll find little handprints, and it pushes you up the hill what yeah i've
1: never even heard <laughs> there's this
0: road that you like you go to and it looks like it's downhill i think it's an optical illusion but it looks like you're going downhill and you're supposed to put baby powder on the back of your car and you put your car in neutral and it will push you like up the hill it looks like you're going uphill but it's actually downhill so you'll just like go in neutral but it looks like you're going up a hill being pushed up a hill.
1: I've never
0: I can't remember the name of the road, but
1: I've I've never heard that. People
0: before. used to do that in high school. No. Never me though cuz I'm a chicken.
1: I just didn't even know it existed. Yeah. I probably still wouldn't have done it. Not I mean
0: it just sounds kind of dumb. Yeah. Yeah. It
1: sounds like a waste of time.
0: Uh I think what it is is the baby powder just like settles into the oil from handprints that are already on the car.
1: That makes sense.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's been, like, debunked. That it's not real. <laughs>
1: Probably, But I've
0: heard stories, like, that there are roads that you can do that in multiple places in the U.S. So, I don't know. I did find while you were reading that, too, that um, there is a really haunted place kind of near us.
1: Uh, we live in
0: Louisiana. For those of y'all who don't know, and everywhere in Louisiana is within like four hours of each other, pretty much. Yeah. So there's a place in St. Francisville, Louisiana. Okay. Um, rumored to be on top of a burial ground is Myrtle's Plantation in Louisiana, which is the home to at least twelve different ghosts. Built in 1796, ghost stories center around the tale of an enslaved woman named Chloe who had her ear chopped off after she was reportedly caught eavesdropping. Seeking revenge, Chloe killed two of the master's daughters by poisoning a birthday cake. She was then hanged by her fellow enslaved people and today is reportedly seen wandering the plantation with a turban on to conceal her ear. And you can stay at the plantation for $175 a night.
1: Huh. isn't that wild that is so couple things first of all bold claim saying there's at least 12 ghosts right yeah like if there's at least 12 ghosts don't the, like paranormal investigators would be all over that yeah shane and ryan you can't make like a you can't say there's at least 12 ghosts well
0: maybe they are it's not like we watch that much paranormal content that's
1: true that's true <laughs> maybe it's more famous than i it thought. said
0: it's a list of the let's see the 18 of the freakiest real-life haunted house stories you'll ever hear. Ooh. It's on a list of that.
1: Eight The freakiest. Sorry. I'm
0: surprised nothing from New Orleans is on that list. That's true. New Orleans is kind of just a weird place, though. Yeah, you can take haunting tours in New Orleans, but I don't know that I'd be brave enough. Yeah, I don't know either. There's, like, a lot of freaky stuff in New Orleans, from, like, voodoo to, like I said, all the, like, claims of haunted places i someone asked me the other day actually if i've ever felt a weird vibe while we're in new orleans and like no not really yeah no but we don't really go around spooky places in the dark either yeah we just kind of hang around the french quarter and i've been there at night but i stayed in the french quarter so it wasn't like i was going to graveyards (laughs) and stuff where i would feel a spooky vibe
1: Oh, my second thing. My second thing about the, the story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, bold move to have the person that you chop their ear off cook a birthday cake for you.
0: Yeah. It, I mean, like, that's kind of... What did you expect? To be fair, I think that... And I could be totally wrong. I don't think that a lot of enslaved people back then actually, like, super fought back when they were punished.
1: Uh, okay. That's so fair. they
0: probably just, like, expected her to take it and go on with being a slave.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Honestly, kind of proud of her for not, like, get your revenge, homegirl.
1: Yeah. That's what it's all about.
0: <laughs> yeah, getting revenge. Fueled by spite, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's back. <laughs> sponsored by spice that's sponsored what i said last spice. time <laughs> <laughs> oh well i think that's all of the paranormal stories we're going to tell today because we actually are about to go on a road trip and we gotta hit the road when this is done so i'm gonna close this out so i can edit it and get it up for you guys so we will see you guys next time bye, bye.